Welcome everyone to the Answer Podcast. I am your host, Bo. And I'm your host, Bo. No, that's uh, not a repeat. We have two Bo's on the, the show. Uh, I'm Bowman Val. And I'm Bo Felch. And uh, what the Answer Podcast is, is where we take everyday questions and we find everyday answers and we add the Bible to it, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, just looking for uh, the answers found in Scripture to everyday questions, like you said. Yeah, so join us on the 10th and the 20th of every month. And if you have your questions or if you have questions of your own anyways, send them to findtheanswerpodcast at gmail.com and we'll get them answered for you as soon as possible. So today's question is, how do Christians deal with regret? Now, we were talking a little bit before we started recording, and this is probably going to be a shorter episode. Yeah, definitely. It's one of those questions that we're just going to end up beating a dead horse at the end of it if uh, if we go any if we go too long. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be super, I think, annoying yeah. if, if we went too long with it. Because the, the reality is we're going to give you four points today that I think really help drive in the fact that regret doesn't need to necessarily consume you. Yeah. You know, and, and that's kind of our beginning, I guess, is that regret happens. Everybody experiences regret, but it's when you let regret get in the way, right. Become that idol. Yeah. That's when regret becomes an issue. Yeah. And generally any type of regret leads that way. Mm -hmm. So, what do you say, Bo? We, we look at these four points and, yeah. and kind of get started. Let's get into it. Okay. So the first point we have for you is going to come from Romans chapter 8. It's verse 1. It says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And what that means is our first point is that if you're a believer in Christ, a follower of Christ, then you shouldn't have regret, right? Because all you have to do is ask for forgiveness. No matter yeah. what you've done or failed to do, you have forgiveness. Yeah. You know, the, the condemnation is gone. Right. And I think that's exactly what Romans is trying to point out is that you can't live with regret, with regret and be a follower of Christ. Yeah. No, it's one of those that, uh, that, that verse should give us hope when we are feeling that regret, you know, that there's no condemnation. Okay. Understanding that I know I messed up, but God's not condemning me because I messed up. That should bring us a lot of hope. Yeah, we're not stuck on it. I mean, we're not regretting it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, and that's that's the beauty of it is it's that simple to know that we don't take condemnation because of Christ. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of leads into our second point, which was uh, coming from Matthew. It's chapter eleven, verses twenty-eight through thirty. It says, "Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened." and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so this is Jesus speaking, right? It's the red words as Crowder puts it. Mm -hmm. And what he's saying here is that if you're having a hard time, if if life is, is sinking in and you're struggling, give it to me. Mm -hmm. Take on my yoke. Yeah. Essentially, don't 
don't handle life on your own and be stuck, right? Take on my yoke because it's easy and it's a light burden. Meaning that Jesus will carry the hard stuff because a yoke works two ways, right? It's It's got to have two oxen or two mules or, or whatever the case is. And he's saying, if you'll come, the, the yoke will be light. Yeah, that's funny because my the first sermon I ever preached on a Sunday morning was actually about being unequally yoked. And so it's kind of this idea that, uh, you know, you don't want to be the oxen that's paired with a goat. Like, obviously, you're uh, carrying the load, but it's like, luckily, we're the goat and Jesus is the one that he's the ox that's carrying us. He's he's making the work easy for us. Um and I really like how that verse puts it because of how it talks about the burden, because I think everyone, as we've all experienced this regret, is that uh, that's exactly what it kind of feels like is this this burden that you carry around. Like, um, I think one of the most common forms of regret that a Christian's going to have is that they felt they wish they could have shared the gospel with someone that passed away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, everyone kind of, I think, goes through this phase of like, you carry this burden, like, man, like that their blood is on my hands or like they're, they're not going to heaven because I didn't share the gospel when I had the opportunity to. And uh, that's what that, that verse once again, brings hope to us that we understand that Jesus is going to take our burden and then there's no condemnation in Christ. And so uh, once again, it's just like, there's a lot of, hope like we have too much hope in christ to have regret i think so yeah exactly and it's funny that leads right into our third point bo and i say it's funny i guess we've talked about it so <laughs> so that was a perfect segue so, i guess yeah, yeah. but uh, our, our third point is that you can't let regret interfere right because you've got a calling in your life you've got a goal philippians 3 13 and 14 says brothers and sisters i do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Meaning I can't let anything interfere with the race that I'm running, right? With the the direction and the, the work that I'm doing. If I start to let regrets and fears and problems interfere, then I'm not doing my job, right? I'm not following the the plans that God's had for me. So it's kind of a a simple and quick point. But the truth is, is when we start to regret, we stop doing what God's called us to do. Yeah. I mean, if we are letting regret rule over us, you know, and take hold of us, we have no, uh, our focus just completely shifts to that regret. And it almost puts us, um, it leaves us like paralyzed in a, in a state that we feel like we can't go anywhere. Like we're stuck in quicksand almost. And uh, we have to continue to look forward. Like at the, this, this is like the harsh reality of regret. And like, this is kind of what we talked about before we started recording is that everything's going to come down to this concept of moving on. And uh, is that, okay, you're going to, at some point in your life, you're going to regret something like you're not going to go through life and never regret. And uh, the thing is, though, is that if we're always stuck in the past and thinking about how you just regret, you regret, then that's all you're ever going to do is regret. You're going to miss, the, like you said, the blessing in front of you and you're going to miss the opportunities in front of you to 
correct that regret, you know, because you're so stuck on the fact that you didn't share the gospel with this one person 10 years ago, you're still missing the opportunity to share the gospel with the people around you right now. Yeah, exactly. And that again leads into our final point, Bo. It's that we can't let our regret steal God's blessing. Yeah. Because Romans 8, chapter 20, or Romans chapter 8, verse 28, it's probably one of the most well known verses uh, amongst Christians, you know. But it says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those whom love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So what this can tell us is the people that we wanted to reach out to, to spread the gospel to, and we just didn't. We don't have to let God's blessing in that situation go away. We missed our chance, but he's giving us another chance to be bold. There's somebody else out there that can take that, that scripture that we wanted to share and we didn't, or can take that conversation that we wanted to have, but we didn't, right? Mm -hmm. And God can bless that to grow and, and continue our ministry, even though we messed up the first time. And so the truth of, of regret as a Christian is that when we start to let regret sink in, we do start to cut off the blessings of God. Yeah, I think that it's kind of, and this is kind of something that I had been thinking about a lot, just like when we chose this question, is how if we let regret rule our lives, right? Uh, we very quickly, just like what we talked about in the last podcast with doubt, is that that regret starts to become doubt and that we doubt that God could, could love us or that he could like take this situation and make something good out of it. And it's like, okay, like going back to exactly what we talked about in the last podcast. So like now you're, you're regretting, your regrets leading to doubt. Well, what was our solution to, to doubt was one was read scripture. And if you read scripture, you'll see countless cases in which people do things that they absolutely regret, but God still does something big, even though man screwed up. You know, we look at the fall of man, well, the redemption of Christ. So it's like, we can't have the redemption of Christ without the fall of man. Um, you know, you look at Joseph's story, like they sell him into slavery, but without him being sold into slavery, then his dreams don't come true. And so it's just uh, this whole idea kind of that just because we regret something and we screw up, like we messed up, that doesn't mean that God stopped working and that God's just like, well, I'm done with this storyline. It's like, no, God's going to, he's going to redeem and he's going to correct what happened. But if we're stuck in our regret, we're just going to miss out on it. Yeah, exactly. God will turn our regrets into his blessing. Exactly. And it's funny. You mentioned that another story is, is Peter. You know, he denies Christ mm -hmm. three times. And we cut to the scene where Jesus is on the beach with Peter and, and he says, Peter, do you love me? And he's having this deep conversation with Peter, and it's it's bringing Peter back in. Well, you could tell through what Scripture explains that Peter fully regretted disowning Christ. I mean, it tells us he wept bitterly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever bitterly wept in my life, yeah. you know. But to weep bitterly, I would think, is beyond just sobbing. You know, this is, is heart-wrenching mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. And, you know, actually, and I have one more story about um, we we can look at just like Paul. 
And uh, what comes to mind with this is just Romans 116, you know, talking about how he's not ashamed of the gospel. And uh, we have to, when we read that verse, when we put it into the context of who's writing it, right, it's Paul and uh, Paul has a lot to be ashamed of. Like if there's anyone that understands regret, it has to be Paul, right? Like he's literally killing the very people that now he's ministering to. He, uh, you know, he was one of the biggest enemies of the church and then becomes one of the biggest missionary, if not one of the biggest roles in the Christian faith. I mean, he wrote half of the New Testament. So, yeah. uh, but we see that if Paul would have never moved on from that regret, he never would have gone on to do what he did. But God's plan and God's redemptive, you know, path of humanity still would have gone on. It's just Paul had to move on and get over himself a little bit. And this is like where the harsh reality of regret kind of sets in is that we have to realize that uh, we have to set our pride aside and realize that, okay, I did mess up, but God's bigger than my mistakes, just like he's bigger than my victories. Uh, I have to move on just like Paul did. Yeah, exactly. You can't sit and stew on it. You can't sit and complain about it. You know, I think the hardest thing that we experience is we regret something. We want to talk to our friends about it. And they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I can't imagine, you know, and then it's not that they're meaning to, but they're helping you regret it. Yeah. They like, they just compound the issue. It's like, oh yeah, like that does, that stinks, man. I'm so sorry about that. And it's like, at some point you have to have a good friend that's is like, okay, but now what are we going to do now? Like, okay, we all regret it. Like, yeah, the situation was bad, but now we have to move forward. And how do we make sure that doesn't happen again? Yeah. And it's, it's like you said, the cold reality of the harsh reality of move on Mm -hmm. because life happens. And then we're not giving you a free pass to go do whatever you want. Right. Don't go, go make things that you should regret and then just do them because we're telling you not to have regrets. Right. It's not like we're getting, yeah, exactly. It's not a license to sin. We're, we're simply telling you that if things happen in life where you do sin or you just fall short, mm-hmm. you know, you don't live to the maximum potential that God's called you to do. It's okay. You've been redeemed. Yeah. The blood of Christ has washed you white as snow yeah. and given you the opportunity to move on and go and minister to others and, and to share your love with others. Because if we sit on regret, then we're going to let the evil one win. And so I guess our call out right now is to say, don't let the evil one win, right? Don't let the evil one cause your regret and and your problems in life, right? The things that you have to regret interfere with God's blessing. Don't let them take away what God's trying to do in your life. And it's easier said than done. Most of our podcast is easier said than done. That's why we can talk about it because it's easier said than done. Exactly. But I think if you kind of falling back to our doubt podcast, if you stay in scripture, if you stay in, in constant communication with God and in the word, I think it's easier to deal with regret. with, with regret. I think I've said regret like six times, but regret <laughs> the second one, the regret. Um, but I think God will definitely start to soften your heart to not the mistakes that you've made and the the blushing that you get, right? When you regret something, you feel the burning in your ears and your, your face gets flushed. But where that's replaced with comfort, 
with his comfort. And that's what we're calling for is to give God your regret. Not to just get rid of it, not to throw it away because it's never going to not happen. Everybody will experience regret, whether it's a conversation or an action you've done. What we're saying is you don't have to sit and stew on it. Mm -hmm. Give it up and give it to God. Yeah. Bo, you have anything else for regret? Nope, that's it. Like we said, it's short, simple, to the point. What's the old acronym? Keep it simple. Stupid. <laughs> that's, that's the acronym. Yeah. Um, we'll come up with a better one for the next podcast so we don't have to say stupid. But I uh, hope that everybody learns something from this, that they can take their regret and give it to God. And don't forget to uh, reach out to us at findtheanswerpodcast at gmail.com. Give us your feedback. How, how do you get rid of regret? Or maybe there's something that you've regretted for a long time that you need to get rid of and you need somebody to hold you accountable. Reach out to us. We're both ministering, right? That's what we want to do with our job in our lives is to minister and to help. So feel free to reach out. Uh, Bo, I know that you're available. I'm available. And give us your questions. I mean, if you have any other question you want to hear, throw it in there. We'll, we'll get it answered as best as we can from the scripture and then obviously from our own personal experience. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you on the next one.